So yeah, I'll tell you what is weird. The fact that I've managed to get, um, like, like, I'm just recovering from this case of space tonsillitis. Um, and, and not only that, but um, Jesse the Body Ventura had it, Taz had it, and Richbot had it. That's really fucking vicious stuff. I mean, you need to stay away from me, Jay. Um, that is going to really, really fuck you up if you come to my, my half of the retarders. I'll just stay on my side. It's fine. Yeah, don't step yeah, over the white yeah, line, mate. Don't, don't, don't want to do over. that. Don't want to yeah. get that space yeah, no. tonsillitis. Mate, that was terrible for the puss. Yeah, mate. Crazy. It's not just that. It also it also turns your poo orange. So, you know. Because it's the new black. <laughs> Why? That could be a theme of a future show. Topical, Jay. Topical. Oh, who's that knocking? Uh, come in. Rich. Ah, oh, it's you, Taz. What, Taz? Do you know how, like, you said that if I find the assassin for your son that I accidentally hired back in 1988, you didn't accidentally hire it, mate. You actually just made a fucking phone call. Yeah, you know how I did that. Yes. Well, I've been trying for weeks, and I really want to go see a show, like a show that you might like, and Jay might like, and I think it'd be awesome if we all went together as like a bonding exercise. Jay, what do you think? Yeah, sure, why not? Sounds like a great plan. Everything's a great plan. Oh. Um, yeah, I suppose I mean, we, could, we could do with a bit of R&R. &R. Um, I mean, it's been... Which show is it, Taz? Um, it's the Ladyboys of Bangkok in Moscow. <laughs> yep, that sounds like something I would want to go to. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. Um, don't, don't Moscow have that law? Yeah, well, you, you have to go back to, like, 2006. That's okay. That's okay. I've got a Motorola Razor somewhere that I need to recharge, so that'll be all right. <laughs> um, yeah. No, dropped its recharger down the back of a sofa. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. TARDIS sound away. Well... This is going to be fun. We're all dressed up and now we're walking towards the door. Aren't we, Jay? Totally walking to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you don't cross over onto my side. <laughs> I love you guys. It's so much fun. Yeah, Taz, okay. Too much. Later that day. In the retardus. Hello, Jay. Bot? Hello. Where are you right now? I'm in a dream. Excellent. It's good to hear that you remember my voice. Who are you? I am a friend. A friend of the family. Why don't you like the time? Time? Time, Duke? I don't 
dislike time jukes. There are just some that I may want to stop because they're putting the world in danger. Where did you come from? Oh, a girl has to have her secrets, doesn't she? I'm male, by the way. I, j I just really like that, that saying. It's, it makes me feel happy. So, I'm here to discuss with you the importance of discretion. Do you know what discretion is, J-Bot? Yes. Discretion is when you don't talk about the things we talk about with anybody else. Because you have an important mission, don't you? Yes. Nobody can know that you're talking to me. Because if they know that, then they might find out your mission. And then your mission may fail. What is your mission, Jay? Jay Fate will fall. <laughs> I will see you on the flip side. Do, do, do the kids still say that, J-Bot? See you on the flip side. Yes. <laughs> see you on the flip side. I'm going to use that. Okay. Bye-bye. Even later that evening. know that he's gone to see the lady boys of Bangkok with Taz. Sounds like something you'd enjoy. Probably would. Probably would. So, what I was thinking is, like, you're a self-aware robot. I'm a self-aware robot. Do you remember the good old days when we used to just see what was in the news and just podcast? Totally do that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do let's it. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right, just gonna just gonna search for some. Just gonna search for some. Just gonna. Mate, all this news is crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just fuck all news. Like what the hell? There's a few bits going up. You know, something we can talk about. All right. Tell you what, I'll I will play the intro um, to to their sorry impromptu podcast, and you. Yeah, you just gather some news, throw some together, throw some together, and yeah, make sure there's loads of indie stuff in there. Um, yeah, sure. Um, podcast, podcast away. Record, record, bot, record, record. Yeah, there's a record bot now. The animals, the animals, trap, 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 you are listening to J Fabe with Beard and Bear Bot. And bot, bot, beard and bot, bear, bot, bear, beard. Somebody who definitely may get time in the future is, of course, Jimmy Uso. We're going to be talking about all of that, his crimes, his heinous crimes. We're also going to be talking about 10 WWE superstars with criminal records. I'm just going to get, take it, take it back, 
take it back to the to the history. Um, we got some we got some other news from Renee Young. We got um, some Finn Balor stuff about his absence from SmackDown. All of this is WWE news. What the hell, man? Uh, fuck it. Let's just do it. We are available on Twitter, Anchor, all of that malarkey. You know where to find us by now. Tell all your friends about it. Then we can have more friends. We'll all be friends on our sci-fi wrestling podcast. Good fun. Um, That was, of course, (laughs) You've Got Time from the hit Netflix series Orange is the New Black, which came to a close this week. Thoroughly enjoyed watching that while I was in bed with Time Duke Rich's Space Tonsillitis. Um, That was so much fun, and it was kind of like regular regular tonsillitis. for you. Yep, really, really did suck. Um, And, yeah, so... J-Bot is fine over here. Cheers, cheers, J-Bot. That's all right. Thanks for that. All the support support for you there. I know, I know, I know, man. It's uh, I love how supportive you are. Um, so yeah, I decided to watch um, watch that. Um, managed to. I think I think at some point there was something in my um, in my high definition eye camera um, because yeah, just just weepy, weepy towards the end of it. Um, really, really good series. Um, always liked Genji Kohan. What's your thoughts on Genji Kohan? No idea who she is. It's like wrestling stew here. We just like hot pot. Wrestling hot pot. That's what I'm calling it. We just like to talk about anything. Wrestling's just a part of it. Yeah, we're just... just Yeah, I can be a good podcast. Um, other than that, I then watched um, The Handmaid's Tale over the weekend as well. Um, basically, I was relieved to go to work on Monday morning in my space job. Um, because I was somewhere where women weren't being oppressed or terrified. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, the world of wrestling. Jay, Jay, what's going on in the world of wrestling? That is a great and concise roundup, Jay. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how much (laughs) is going on in wrestling right now. Yeah, it's been a bit of a quiet week, hasn't it? Yeah, with the whole, you know, Renee Young admitting that she's not good at a job and Finn Balor yeah. with the flu, you know, yeah. Well, let's start off with this. Um, let's just keep it nice and light. Going to do um, gonna do our list of 10 WWE superstars with criminal records um, to close off the show. Um, and we're going to go straight in to the Renee Young story. Um, so the wife of John Moxley, Renee Young, um, she has said that she's not great on commentary. Um, I know I'm not great on commentary, but it's my job. I try to get better each week. People love to tell me how bad I am um, at it, as if I think I'm great at it. So should I just quit? What would that say about me? It's not easy to learn a skill on a gigantic global TV show. I think the criticism, Renee, is not necessarily that you're learning a skill on a gigantic global TV show. I mean, everybody wants you to succeed at that. I think the bigger criticism is the fact that three commentators 
was always a bit of an anomaly to begin with, at least in the wrestling world. Um, I know AEW and um, New Japan Pro Wrestling of recent have kind of taken to that fashion, but the very fact that you're having to learn the skill on a global TV show in order to justify the amount of money that is being thrown at you, um, kind of, and now you're bitching about it, kind of speaks to you being a little bit of a whiner. I'm really sorry. But uh, at least Natty thinks she's doing a fantastic job. Yeah, Natty thinks she's doing a fantastic job. To be honest, I like how... I don't know. Do you reckon that she's bad? Or what What, what are your thoughts on Renee Young? Renee Young is a one-liner. That's all she does. She doesn't really have anything, any really valid input. Um, I think, for me, I think she's a nice counterpoint occasionally to Corey Graves. Corey Graves can be a little bit overwhelming at times. I think her input is slightly more valid than, say, a Byron Saxton's. Um, or who's that other one who just goes, yeah! David Ontongo. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Um, that's yeah, that's the one that I meant, actually. Yeah, no, um, she's yeah, no. She's better <laughs> she's than David Ortonga. I'd rather, uh, I would rather listen to a three Renee Young commentary team. Um, there, there's a universe where that happens, by the way. Just so you know, we'll visit one day. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Mostly because they do really good quiche. Um, it's nothing to do with the commentary. They're just, just really good quiche. Good quiche. Yeah. Not like, Yeah, no, it's just, just. Just really good quiche. Just quiche. Mm. Bacon egg quiche. Everything else is exactly the same. Just Renee Young. There's three of them. The triplets do commentary across all the WWE shows, and the quiche is really good. It's it's weird anomaly, but yeah, I'll 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 take you there one day. Um, so everyone goes, oh, that looked really like it hurt. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> that move I can't name looked like it really hurt. <laughs> Why? Yes, it did look like it really hurt. And also, Corey Graves cheated on his wife. And that's pretty much what the commentary is. Excellent. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, this is a bit of a non-story, and the fact that we've had to lead with it shows how completely I, irrelevant. I mean, Go on. maybe she's taking lines from other people. They're, they're giving her her lines. Maybe if they mm. just let her run the reins herself, maybe then she would be better. Um, well, I know not as much of that happens on NXT, um, <laughs> and she did have a brief stint on commentary there, but that was when she was much, when she was much kind of younger um, or much younger in the game, I suppose. Much, much. Her much and Beth greener. Phoenix have a very similar commentary style. Um, maybe it would be worth though seeing Renee Young kind of commentate in that environment. Personally, I don't see too much of a problem with Renee Young. Um, I I think that she uh, she's better than the identikit bollocks that are usually kind of lined up. That guy who's Michael Cole too, whatever his name is. You know the robot duplicate of Michael Cole? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Phillips. Thomas Phillips. Phillips. Thomas Phillips. Yeah, Thomas. I mean, I can't stand that guy. I would rather see Renee Young lead that commentary team than him. Um, and that's saying something, you know. But all in all, she's not the most offensive thing on WWE TV by a long shot. So I don't feel why pe I don't understand why people are getting that passionate about it. You? 
Yeah, she's okay. She can stay. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Um, we are available on Twitter. We are available on our anchor message box um, as we just shoot the shit here on... Oh, that was that was a bit spaced on slightest there. Um, shoot the shit here. Yeah, there, there we go. Got it. Got it a second time. Use take two. Um, so... <laughs> Finn the Bala. next story. <laughs> yes. So Finn Balor. Finn Balor has come down with a case of the flu and a mild strain of bronchitis. And that's why he was pulled from the show. You know, sometimes space um space tonsillitis is confused with bronchitis. Um now as you know, I recently may or may not have attended an orgy and it may or may not have been a space orgy and it may or may not have included Finn Balor. Um you know, so maybe you just call it off me. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it was. Yep. Um, yeah, Ali replaced Bella in the match against Shinsuke Nakamura at Smackville on Saturday. Um, that was WWE's glorified house show that they decided to slap a custom name and logo on and um, pretend that they were creating content. Um, <laughs> thoughts, thoughts on that match? Um, I mean, that match... Um, I mean, he had a few high spots. I mean, well, there's only a couple. So you had. It wasn't a bad match. No, it wasn't a bad match. The second time watching it was the first time I turned it off because I thought it was shit. But when looking back at it, <laughs> the second time, it wasn't too bad. I mean, you... did you go and acclimatize yourself by watching some of the WWE pay per views from 2018? Exactly. Um, in order to get yourself ready for some shite. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I have to do when WWE are um, kind of showing me terrible wrestling after a few months of watching NJPW. <laughs> so, back to the high spots. Back to the high spots. So, Ali went for a springboard. He got kicked off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he got kicked off. And and then the, the best part about that was there was a woman in the fourth row really concerned for Ali. Like, it's still real to her, damn it. She looked Good. really concerned. Good. Really concerned. That was the best bit of that Wrestling crowd reaction. That. Yeah. Um, and then you had Shinsuke's um, flip around. So basically flipped Ali's legs into the middle of the rope. So he was hanging, head kick, went off the ropes and did a snap uh, sliding German suplex, which you've been seeing more of from Shinsuke Nakamura, which is great. Um, but then you had Ali get pushed off the top rope for the backflip and then catching Shinsuke Nakamura with the drop kick and the match ended with um, Shinsuke Nakamura sidestepping Ali, slamming his head into the turbo at the bottom and then hitting the Shinsuke Shins, I can't, why can't I say it? <laughs> the the, the kin, Kinshasa the, the Shinkasa yeah, yeah. Kinshasa Yeah, there we go Kinshasa <laughs> to, to win that match So, all in all it was it was alright I wouldn't I wouldn't give it too much of a thing, too much of a rating, but it was actually watchable. I suppose is, is it is it content or is it filler at this stage? I think you're going to find more of this stuff happening all the time because of AEW. So they're just going to start plowing stuff out on Saturday nights to be like, oh no, we're not trying to combat them, we're just doing it all the time now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was. I don't know. The whole thing seemed a bit forced. 
it's basically just a normal live mm. event. I mean, you've been to a live event before. Well, not yourself personally, but you know that Rich has. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got the memories. Exactly. Um, and you get these these kind of things flowing through, and obviously you get the triple threat match at the end, which happens a lot. Plus, have you tried things. the retardist virtual sim simulator? For what? Well, you can go and see any live event. It's like it's like WWE Network, but it like plugs into your brain, ah. and it's like you're in the audience. Excellent. I'll show it you one time. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be, I'm sure there'll be a the story where it all where like Moriarty becomes sentient or something like on Star Trek. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Let's do that after this. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Everything's a great plan. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's all a great plan. <laughs> great plan, great Jay. Plan. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, it's. I don't know. I do. Do you reckon there has been a WWE Network special that's not one of the two-hour specials, like for instance, Beast from the East, like an actual house show where they've just like uh, Starcade or the Shield one um, that has actually been worth the time? No. I think the only one that actually has any significance at this stage is probably um, The Shield, um, and that's more because of what happened with John Moxley after. Um, obviously, it's his last night in WWE. It's his last match as a WWE performer, and I think um, I think at some point going back and maybe analysing um, and looking at it, knowing what we know now, um, that it might reveal a few interesting facets of that behind-the-curtain um, element that we may have missed the first time around. But uh, and, and it was an entertaining enough show, but all in all, none of them are must-watch television, are they, at this stage? No, it's literally a waste of time. Them actually using these specials and I am doing air quotes right now. Specials. Nice, <laughs> nice. I can see them from across the TARDIS. That was more for the listeners, Rich. <laughs> oh. Oh, hi, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they're terrible. Any other thoughts on that? No, it's, it's just yeah, terrible. No, just yeah, a waste, waste of time. time. I think... Uh, they need to they need to pull a shock title change at one of them very very soon if there is going to be any form of credibility lent to them moving forward i think um it doesn't even have to be a massive title um but it can't be the 24 <laughs> what title would you like if you were booking if you were booking the next hour long show like, i don't know let's say it's let's say it's going to be um it's a house show the champions always win yeah, I know. But, I mean, it's also television at this stage. So, they're going to have to do a title change at one of them. So, they won't do anything important. They'll, they'll just use the women's tax and titles. Take that, Vince McMahon. And Stephanie. Um, right, moving forward. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. CM Punk. Back and forth. They've had a bit of a back and forth. Yeah, yeah, you knew where I was going with that. Bit of a back and forth um, this week. Um, yeah, so Punk, he's revealed that he received an offer via text message um, and that that didn't seem to sit well with him. Um, I'm gonna, what do you reckon my CM Punk's impression's like? 
I don't know. What do you reckon it'll be like? Crack on with it. <clears throat> the last thing I got, I got a text from... Oh, God, that's awful. That could have been McMahon, but that certainly that's won't be CM Punk. Punk. <laughs> wait, 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 let's try again. <clears throat> Man, the last thing I got, see? <laughs> no, no, that's a, that's a 1930s Chicago gangster done really badly. Okay, okay, I'm just going to do it in my normal voice. The last thing I got, I got a text from Cody. And again, I almost didn't even know how to reply to them sometimes, because if I reply, they do interviews and are like, oh yeah, I just talked to Punk. I'm kind of damned if I do and damned if I don't. I always think if someone wants to do business with me, they can come talk to me. Texting offers isn't really a way to do good business, at least. It was texted through three people, and an offer came through the text. This is like a month ago, maybe. I think if it was just a general offer, I never could have done the last one in Vegas because I was in California for CFFC. Um, yeah, so Cody responded to that, saying, <clears throat> I think I was misquoting. No, no, that's not Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Can't do Cody Rhodes. He's got a list, um, remember? He's got a list. Right. Got a list. I think he was misquoted. He's, 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 um, he's not um, Tyson. Oh, um, okay, 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 okay. Right, so... Right, I'm going to do this in the voice of Mickey Mouse. Oh, I think he was misquoted. I know one of us had met him in person, and yes, I texted him plenty when we couldn't connect on the actual phone, but not a contractual offer. I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to WWE. Regardless, great wrestler and guy. Door is open if Perfect. he wants. <laughs> Nailed it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was Cody. Um, obviously, immediately, what um, Ringside News decided to say that this that Cody Rhodes saying that he might go, saying that CM Punk might go back to WWE, was confirmation that Punk was in talks with WWE, which is just pure and utter bullshit. Um, I'm becoming more and more disconnected with them as time goes on. What are your thoughts? Well, this whole Punk thing could be going to WWE could be a swerve. Doesn't really necessarily is in talks with WWE at all. No, exactly. No, exactly, exactly. It's just it's just somebody speculating. The only thing that has been said was, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to WWE. But that's not like that's just Cody Rhodes on sure, Twitter. Sure, thinks that CM Punk's going to turn up at the first episode for TNT. I reckon that if he's going to turn up, he's going to either turn up at that or he's going to turn up at All Out. I personally think that they would do better to have him turn up at All Out the very last moment, pick up a mic, and run out of time. What, like he's going to do another pipe bomb? Yeah. I don't think he's going to turn up at All. I would, I would literally do a worked shoot where the shoot is is that CM Punk's right at the end, picks up the mic, puts it to his mouth, and the broadcast cuts. And then you start the TNT episode with CM Punk stood in the middle of the ring. 
that's how I would do it. What I think is actually going to happen is CM Punk's not going to turn up um, for at least another two years. I think he's going to win the wrestle again. I think he will wrestle again, but I think it's going to be one of those cases. I think it's going to be one of those cases when every other option is done for him. I mean, hell, if Shawn Michaels can break his promise to The Undertaker um, and I can lose my smile as a result, then, you know, anything anybody can shill in this industry. And I don't think... see. Um, Christ Punk is going to be immune to that eventually when he's when his body is spent he has nothing else to offer of, and everybody thinks he is not going to wrestle ever again um, and there's no more money pouring in um, because at the moment he's fairly financially well set because anything he puts his name to has that has that edge to it because it's CM Punk um, you know, one of the biggest wrestling celebrities ever to not wrestle for the last 10 years, basically. Um, give or take. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. That is genuinely my thoughts. I think he will eventually return to the ring. I think he will miss the boat entirely out of stubbornness and you'll end up seeing him being dragged down the fucking aisle when he's the Undertaker's age and putting on a lacklustre greatest hits in Saudi Arabia. Can't wait. Blood Money 69. Blood Money 69. Ooh, that was the name of my last sex tape. <laughs> Moving forward. <clears throat> so, Pro Wrestling Noah. Bit of, bit of, bit of news coming of out news. of Pro Wrestling Noah. Jay, do you want to do the honours? news coming out of that one. One second. I believe it's Alexander Firestone who's well, going to go I'll... to Noah to do their tournament, which is called Alexander Hammerstone. What did I say? Oh well, he's still shit Firestone. anyway. I think they make tires. <laughs> he's still really bad, so <laughs> it's a really good idea for him to go to Japan yeah. and go into this tournament and get some kind of exactly season himself. So. Yeah, this is going to be a great experience for Alex Hammerstone um, going into this tournament. Hopefully he comes back a much better wrestler because right now, don't rate the guy, don't give a shit about the guy, and MJF just there to put him over. All right. Um, I have no opinion on the matter um, other than the fact that MLW may be getting involved with pro wrestling Noah um, on a more kind of formal basis would be a very good idea for them um i think pro wrestling for both parties i think um pro wrestling noah is only ever going to penetrate the west if it does it um if it does it through kind of things like that and and kind of cooperations like that so i think it would be a great idea if they did kind of formalize that moving forward um in a way similar to ROH and New Japan Pro Wrestling's deal. However, um, we'll have but to see how that moves guy. forward. But it will make him a better wrestler in the long run. Uh, yeah. MJF would be much, much better for that kind of thing, even though it is mostly a wrestling yeah, tournament. But we'll have to see. Um, that was the case. Mm. No, that's fair. That is absolutely fair. Um, so, looks like... Um, 
AJ Styles um, has been jumping on our bandwagon um, in regards to the criticism that we may have leveled um, against Seth Rollins um, here on JFPN um, for him being an absolute fucking knob on Twitter. Um, I mean, some other fans also jumped on the bandwagon. In fact, all of the fans. Um, but it was definitely us. Definitely <laughs> us who called it. Anyway. <laughs> um, so he's certainly noticed it um he's noticed the criticism all the fans have been giving wwe during the past few weeks styles recently defended seth rollins over him publicly defending wwe from all the criticisms it has been receiving um this is because aj styles is of course an advocate of all the money that vince mcmahon's been shoving down his throat since he walked through the door and turned himself into a action figure um, that only does the phenomenal forearm and occasionally smiles through his curtains. Um, Jay, any thoughts? AJ Styles is back on form. What are you on about? Um... Yeah. Oh, because he's a bad guy. <laughs> and he's putting out great matches. <laughs> like always. To be fair, to be fair, he always puts out great matches, but he is not putting out. I don't know. I don't know. If you, for me, um, I mean, I know he's got slightly older, but it's not worlds away from his agent, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, there's only three or four years in it. Um, his touring schedule's a bit a bit easier on him um, than it once was because he's not putting out five star matches every other night like he was um, during some of the heavier tournament periods in New Japan. And utterly honest, um, I don't know. I like his matches, but they're fairly predictable. Um, a lot of the time the, they do rely heavily on the false finish WWE formula and there is an over-reliance on that phenomenal forearm um, which I mean was always there um, or has been there for a very long time definitely pre-WWE but it is at this point it's probably one of the only kind of well, for me, it's almost at the point of the spear and how overused it is. Well, with AJ Styles, some of his matches have been last during the past couple of years, but definitely the program we have with Ricochet really put his matches back up. Uh, they definitely used a strong style element within their matches, mm. but they do tend to have a fucky WWE finish, yeah. which is something that I don't enjoy. Mm. Um, but AJ Styles is definitely still one of the top wrestlers. Oh yeah, he's definitely one of the top wrestlers in the world. I, I will not deny that. It's just he's getting to the point where he's, he's letting him get I don't know. reduced. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's probably the best way to put it. He just feels a bit more overproduced than he necessarily needs to be at this stage in his career, um, and he's kind of allowing that to happen and doesn't mind it, and that's fine. But. It's AJ fucking he's Styles. Been a company you guy. That. He just had more you know, freedom than just... any of the companies he's been in. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's interesting, anyway. Um, but yeah, no, he doesn't seem to be suffering um, emotionally or physically from it. However, yeah, his his quotes in regards to Seth Rollins, anyway. Seth Rollins, who has spent a lot of the time patronising. Um, 
much more legitimate wrestlers than him at this stage um, and also phoning in his matches within the last three months um, decided to have a go at Will Ospreay and also unprovoked verbally attack um, various other people um, whilst talk- whilst using phrases like little guy to um, people who legitimately compete and are doing good things in the wrestling business just not on um, AJ Styles quote in regards to that I totally understand where oh, what voice um, I'm going to do this in the style of what do you reckon Jay? The Colonel. The Colonel. Jay Buck. KFC guy. <laughs> well, I totally understand where he's coming from. We're out doing, trying our best to entertain everyone to the best of our ability. Uh-huh. Um, actually, that's more clear us <laughs> from, from Simpsons, but it's fine. <laughs> it's not easy to do that. And when you want to be armchair quarterbacks, hindsight sucks. Everybody wants to do that. You can't do that. Actually, I think they can make that's how fucking Twitter works. Um, if they were so good at what they've done, and I know you've heard this before, if these guys who want to criticize wrestling were so good at what they do, they'd have a job in the wrestling business. But they don't. They rely on that on what someone else has said and whether or not they agree with that. They pick and choose what they like. You can't do that. Actually, I think you can. That's called capitalism. Either way, enjoy it or don't. Regardless, well, that's that's pretty much in counterpoint to everything you've said. Um, regardless, you're making a show about it weekly. So something must be going right. Well, yeah, it was called 1998. Somebody is doing something right. Yeah, yeah, it's again people from 20 years ago that have funded this we want to entertain we want to do our best so it's aggravating when not only do we know some things don't go the way we like but then we have to hear it from somebody else well that's what you do for ha- that's what you get for having a career that's in the public spotlight mate if you don't like it go be a bin man that's AJ Styles everybody <laughs> I, su- I suppose I suppose the, I suppose my frustration is you've got like aesthetically what are we as fans supposed to feel now because you've had a heel defending a face um, who is acting like a heel on Twitter but a face in the public eye and then wondering why he's not going over as well as anybody else I mean, this is confusing. Is Seth Rollins, no, Seth Rollins a heel? He's just being a dick on Twitter. Or is he just being a dick? Just being a dick, then? Yeah. So, no, it's it's so it's so against his character, so it's not character work. Just, yeah, this is the so, just his thoughts. So, AJ, AJ at least... I think Osprey was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. Um, both of you need to grow up. Both of you need to fucking grow up, understand your position. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with that position. For you to be able to say that you're the best in the world, you have to be PR people, and that means you have to support people who aren't going the same path as you. You, you don't have to like it, but if you don't like it, don't start fucking Twitter arguments with them. You can't just say to your fans, don't have a fucking opinion. It's pretty bad, isn't it? 
It's pretty bad. Stop being a dick because you're not in the rest. Stop being business. a dick, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, no, this is what actually, this is. I think and we we're can. having an opinion um, right now, and, and people actually your styles. Go fuck yourself. You're a great wrestler, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. Wow. Strong from the AJ Styles there, from Jay. But wearing an AJ Styles t-shirt right now. Yeah, from the AJ Styles. Wow. Um, somewhere, somewhere. Um, a, a indie fanboy is shedding a tear whilst looking over a field of discarded AJ action figures. Yeah, that comment was ridiculous. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. So, do you think, um, before we move on to our next topic, um, that WWE's approach with social media has maybe been a little bit behind the curve? Because that's the impression I get. I get that a lot of these stars are kind of discovering social media and how to interact on social media. They're taking some of it a bit more personally than they maybe should. Um, But, I mean, people have been talking smack about wrestling for a long time um before talking smack was a was a legitimate phrase um no it's in the forefront that they're seeing this they're yeah they're reading it and they don't like it but that's their problem um i mean people were talking wrestling a lot like in in dirt sheets and fucking independent magazines and all of that kind of thing way before all of the all, all of the internet they, they happened. Have a, have, they have a forum now to to fight back, and with AJ Styles being a heel, that's great. But he's sticking up for a guy who's meant to be a face. So, mm. if you're going to stick with kayfabe, then that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. If they're going to break kayfabe all the time on Twitter, then yeah, that's... I mean, this is what this says to me. This is these are characters who don't. They're they're struggling to separate their online persona with their. Um, kayfabe persona and it's all kind of blending into one I can understand how people can start to take that personally um, we here on this podcast have no problem um, defining what's real and what's not do we so you know they sh- they, I reckon if it's their twitter they should really be kayfabing up to fuck but they do have the option not to and WWE is not telling them not to so at the end of the day is their right I guess it is their right obviously but it kind of just makes this very difficult to read as a fan Um, I mean these people as I say people were talking about wrestling before wrestling was before wrestlers were talking about wrestling like this Um, and for AJ Styles to get butt hurt uh, because we aren't necessarily big fans of Seth Rollins being a dick on Twitter um, just seems a little bit petty to me and seems to do more harm than good when it comes to AJ Styles' image. I mean, look at you. Um, I mean, usually you'd find it hard to talk about AJ Styles because of his cock being solely, solely shoved down your throat. But, um, you know, in this instance, it's, you know, even you um, who who once prayed to AJ Styles in order to um, stop a hurricane... Um, <laughs> I assume um, <laughs> you know it's it's still it's even for you it's too much so what does that say to maybe the casual fan 
I mean, if this stuff's going off, it's, it's going to hurt their products even more. Hmm. At the end and of the day... It's already, it's already been hurt, so... Yeah. Um, spitting is dummy because no one's watching WWE anymore, or at least less people are watching WWE anymore, and he's only just joined the joined the money train that is Vince McMahon's um, Vince McMahon's house of shite. Is you know one of those one of those things, I suppose. Um, should we should we move forward? Yeah, let's move forward. Um, so a former WWE team has joined MLW. Um, I mean, this is big news. Um, I can't believe that MLW have managed to, um, have such a big steal. Um, it's going to require a drum roll, um, I think. Um, so I'm just gonna, just gonna play one from the retardises high quality sound effect database you ready for this jay who is that former wwe team jay somebody <laughs> well if you know it's the spirit squad (laughs) (laughs) yes it is yes it is um ken duan and mike mondo joined major league wrestling condone condone Shut up, Jay. Um, joined Major League. <laughs> not important. It's fucking Spirit Squad. <laughs> um, have joined Major League Wrestling, and they want to show the public their greatness with an open to the public workout tomorrow at the Melrose Ballroom in New York City. Oh, workouts. Um, oh, Spirit Squad. So sad for MOW right now. <laughs> I, I, I am surprised they are not pulling an AEW and sticking that on Fight TV for forty dollars a pop to watch them work out. That's because gonna get some pay per view buys. That definitely, definitely is. Um, the talented team will showcase their athleticism, <laughs> grappling, stamina, and speed, and endurance, and strength, and the public is invited to attend the session at the Melrose Ballroom tomorrow night. Not at their own choice. Ooh, the Spirit Squad have also invited the press to cover this open nice. workout. I imagine that the Evening Standard, Times of New York, um... Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the New Yorker might even do a two-page spread on them. Because they definitely deserve it. <laughs> I mean, this is this could be CM Punk Mark II. Ken Doan and Mike Mundo are the greatest tag team to ever live. Sadly. They have those memorable matches of gunk being poured on their heads. Yep, yep. Poop. Yep, that was good. Um, and let's not forget <laughs> their most famous, famous moment on WWE TV when they were all shoved into a packing case with a sticker saying OVW on it. Just just gold. Absolute gold. They are going to tear that tag team scene up when they get to MLW. Everyone best watch out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be great. That is gonna be great. Um, sadly, there isn't a YouTube, there isn't a description that I can put in a search bar and guarantee um, getting a 
out of it so i'm just going to make the voice the noise with my voice like i just did so there you yeah go. that was perfect yeah yeah <laughs> cool what are mlw doing like i don't understand anymore they were um, great and now they just seem to be going a bit downhill i believe that their next pay-per-view is going to be called clutching at straws oh. anyway <laughs> <laughs> moving on um mandy rose has recently come out with rumours that she was going to have a romantic storyline with one Sonia Deville. Um, they, in fact, it's been confirmed that WWE could be planning this. Jay, thoughts on thoughts on this? I mean, obviously, judging by the um, Billy and Chuck angle. Um, Obviously, um, Rico and what they what they did to him. Um, my various thoughts on this are that, of course, their first openly gay storyline would be between two women, um, considering that Vince McMahon is still in charge. Um, and homosexuality, unless it is between two women, absolutely revolts him in every possible way. Um, but a good a good a good grabber of attention um considering that it is pride week um in a lot of places still jay thoughts on this uh sonya deville is is actually gay in real life um so that they, they could take that into the storylines um yeah run with it go for it see, see where it takes it i, I do say I do say, I mean, go for it. And I understand, you know, being gay in real life kind of helps. Um, I would much rather watch, um, I would much rather watch somebody who is openly gay, you know, in that kind of storyline. I think there should be more storylines that explore that facet. But then there should be more storylines in WWE that explore every facet of humanity. Yeah. Um, and there isn't. So it just seems rather strange that they're picking this one um, when all of their storylines for the past five years, five to ten years, have consisted of suffering Zuckertash, I want that belt. I have this belt. Well, we should fight for it. Let's fight for it at the next pay-per-view. Does it have Does it have a special name like Hell in a Cell or, or Tables, Ladders and Chairs? Nope, it's Night of Champions, so it's just going to be a boring regular match. I will see you there. That's WWE. <laughs> there you go. Just just an impression of every just WWE storyline from the last from the last five to ten years. Um, oh, and let's not forget, we're indie darlings. We're going to come in and thrive in NXT and then move up to the main roster. Can't wait to go there. Oops, we're now in the shower, shaving each other's backs. Johnny Gargano has done the right thing though by by staying NXT for as long as he has. I don't think it was his choice, but no, kudos to him. <laughs> Even if it's not his choice, it's the best thing for him. I mean, we're going to put oh, him yeah. after 205. Um, yes. If they're going to put him there, they have to toss him a champer there, and that would bring the uh, 205 uh, viewing up, as it's already been rumoured. I think it was rumoured like last month that they were actually going to Cancel 205. Uh, well, that's because they're idiots. Says the guy who doesn't watch it. And like, I have 48 hours in a day because I have a robot duplicate. Oh, I'm the robot duplicate. Weird. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, I still don't watch it. But yeah, they should keep it up. They should do more 205 Live. I like 205. It is good. I like it. Beep, boop. Is it a beep, a boop, or a block for you? What, 205? Yeah. It's a bleep block. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> who's that one with the hat? What? Who's the woman with the hat? Who's the one with the hat? Yeah. And 205? No, just in general. What? <laughs> I'm just being tangential. Who's the woman whose gimmick is that she has a hat? Oh, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Oh, okay. Um, who was that woman that they listed as being um, a classic Raw person on the Raw reunion show recently? Was that her? A lunch of blaze. No, no. They listed a, uh, a woman who is a main She was roster. there. She was there. Yeah. She, she um, was there. She, they listed her. her as... Oh, okay. Okay. Just wondering why they listed her as like classic Raw alumni when she wasn't. Maybe because she got fired. Oh, uh, okay. Did she get fired? I don't know. Or did she get sent to rehab? She may have got sent to rehab. Send us your answers on a postcard. Um, or via Twitter. That's more convenient. Um, cool. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Entertainment reporter Chris Van Vliet has signed with AEW. Um, yeah, Chris Van Vliet. I know um, who he is. He's going to work <laughs> as a backstage interviewer. Um, he is... It is one of his lifelong dreams to work in the wrestling business. Yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me. Um, he's a Canadian television and radio personality, YouTuber, professional film critic, entrepreneur, and currently living and working in Miami. Um, he's entertainment... A f um, reporter with Fox affiliate WSVN in Miami for the show Deco Drive. Prior to coming to Miami, he worked at WOIO in Cleveland and was a radio personality on WDOK. He's also known for his work in his native Canada and as the formula, former co-host of Sun TV show Inside Jam and the co-host of Razor's 969 program. Um, interesting. Don't know who he is. Still don't know who he is after all that. It just threw a load of random things at me. Um, apparently he wants to be involved in wrestling. Um, could this be an AEW way of reaching out to get a bit more kind of star power behind their name? Um, Probably. I mean, it's, it's not Steve-O from Jackass, but it's a start. He would bring so much joy to AEW. <laughs> he really would. He really would. I like how he didn't stay down and Amaga kicked him in the face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, on to slightly more grim news now. Um, Jerry the King Lawler, WWE Lesland, legend, legend, Lesler, Lesnar. Um, legend um, has filed a wrongful death lawsuit over the 2018 death of his son Brian Christopher um, 
It is against Hardiman County, Tennessee. The lawsuit was filed on Friday, according to WMC Action News in Memphis. Um, Lawler is seeking damages for what he alleges to be, quote, numerous failures of the county and its employees that resulted in the wrongful death of his son. He also wants Sheriff John Doolan to make charges at the Hardman County Jail to protect inmates from future harm. Um, Brian Christopher was, of course, found hanging in his cell on July 29th, 2018. He was 48 years old. His official cause of death was ruled as suicide, but his family disputes this. Um, Jay, thoughts on this just sad story? Um, it's just really sad, isn't it? Like they yeah. ended up taking his own life in jail cell, and mm. he wasn't found quick enough. What are your thoughts on? Um, I mean, again, this is this is fairly grim, grim stuff. Um, and I know that we try and avoid politics, um, as we are a sci-fi rest. Sorry, the best wrestling podcast in the multiverse. Um, but kind of unavoidable in this subject what are your thoughts on who is responsible for this is this uh, do you feel that this is an issue that needs to be investigated to that level personally i do just to kind of put my cards on the yeah, table yeah he shouldn't have anything in the cell to hang himself mm. so something's gone wrong somewhere and whoever was in charge of brian christopher should have made sure he had nothing on him to harm himself yeah um, I mean, it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's not a nice, not a nice subject. Um, it's a shame, Brian Christopher. Obviously, um, well, that this that this occurred as a whole. Um, I don't think we have much to say about it as we're not a legal blog um, or legal uh, a legal um, podcast. Um, we may report on this as it goes on. Um, we'll we'll just have to see. Um, definitely, though. Um, I will say that um, if you are experiencing any form of thoughts that may reflect Brian Christopher's um, or um, feel that things may be a bit too much, then um, there is always someone to talk to. Um, and that is anywhere. You can always reach out to us. We'll be happy to talk to somebody um, in that situation, um, just generally because everyone is there for you even if they don't always seem that way um moving on um ryback talks about meeting vince mcmahon's brother um what do you know about vince mcmahon's brother absolutely fuck all oh, rod <laughs> yeah his i mean name is rod 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 mcmahon um is is very much a guy who um bruce pritchard's talked about him a couple of times on the podcast um a few of us paul Heyman, has mentioned him um in one or two interviews but it's always been kind of a yeah no he definitely has a brother um you know he's kind of rod. Yeah. he's not a part um, of the wrestling business and he's older he, yeah he's older he seems like a nice guy um ryback himself um has has continue to stay in the news for quite a while and i don't know this to me just feels like ryback scraping the scraping the barrel at this stage for just just little bits of insight that he can just put out there to, to keep his name in the news um what do you reckon a ryback impression should sound like i am ryback and i just like to do things to get attention i am ryback 
I'm right back. I'm right back. I just like to do things to get attention. I'm right back. Feed me more. Um, He lives in Houston, which is where I met him at Gold's Gym many years ago. Um, I told Vince McMahon that I met his brother and told him that I can see the resemblance. I'm right back. Um, They look very similar, and Vince got red in the face and got extremely angry with me. I changed my name legally to Ryback. 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 And then he locked me in a room with his mother to meet his mum in Houston. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, yeah, weird, right? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did it, so... did it really happen, though? Did it Did it actually happen? Is this just him taking the piss? Like... So I told Vince McMahon that I met his brother and I told him that I could see the resemblance. They looked very similar. Vince got red in the face and got extremely angry with me and then he locked me in a room with his mother to meet his mum in Houston. Wait, wait. So, so did, was the room in Houston or... Well, that's, he that's didn't really... lock me in, apparently. So well, he didn't, he didn't lock. Yeah, well, he didn't lock me in, but he brought me in to meet his mum, and she looked great. She was ninety something at the time. Oh, Ryback fans is old women, um, and she said that my son is going to live to be very old, which was odd that it was the first meeting that she told me. But then other people came in, and Rod is in the steel manufacturing. But wow, this is like just the world's longest fucking sentence, isn't it? And Rod is in the steel manufacturing. This actually set... Right, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to change my Ryback impression, and I'm just going to um, read this like a child telling a tall tale. Are you ready for this? <clears throat> okay, okay. Vince McMahon has a brother. He lives in Houston, which is where I met him at Gold's Gym many years ago. I told Vince McMahon that I met his brother and told him that I could see the resemblance. They look very similar and Vince got red in the face and got extremely angry with me and then he locked me in a room with his mother to meet his mum in Houston. Well, he didn't lock me in, but he brought me in to meet his mum, and she looked great. She was 90-something at the time, and she said that my son is going to live to be very old, which was odd, as it was the first meeting and the first thing that she told me. But then other people came in, and Rod is in the steel manufacturing business. Yeah, that's perfect, isn't it, actually, considering how trailing that statement is. Yeah. Um, I did not know that Vince had a brother and they are about the same age. I think Rod is a little bit older, but as I was looking closely at his face, I could see clearly how the nose is identical and under the eyes. Rod may be a little thinner, but is around the same height and realized he wasn't BSing me. And Vince said that he did have a brother and I could see the resemblance. But then Vince's face got really red and got mad at me and was during the Rybaxel period. I was like, fuck, how did this backfire just by talking to him? Um, so this story is really odd because it's really trailing. At some points, he at some points he presents it like Vince isn't there and then he talks about it like Vince is there during this meeting so basically it's all just bullshit I reckon it is bullshit um 
I met Rod at the gym. He's a good guy and we stayed in touch. To me, he comes across as a normal guy. I don't know how similar or different they are because I don't know Vince McMahon that well outside of the business and gym talk, but he clearly loves the gym. He is 75 and works out and likes Feed Me More Nutrition, so he is okay in my book. <laughs> Basically, buy my nutrition. It's called <laughs> Feed Me More. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think um, I think when Ryback appears in the future, we're gonna call that segment "Shut the fuck up, Ryback." Yeah, do you reckon that that works? Shut the fuck up, up, Ryback. You douche. Wind your neck in. Oh, oh, yeah. No, that's that's good. I'll 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 get working on the theme tune at the end of this podcast. Um, cool, cool. I'll even pass on pass on the sample to Rich so that he can use it in his Time Duke episodes too. Um, <laughs> on. Um, Randy Orton is joking for a joking on training for a WWE title match. Looks like he's having a good time wherever he is drinking vodka and training at the same time. Yeah, so apparently he's, he's claiming to be in the Four Seasons Resort in the Maldives at La, La, uh, La Landa Gira. Um, La Landa Giravaru, sorry. Um, however, his room actually looks like a budget travel lodge. Don't know what's going on there. Um, <laughs> moving on, he is stood in a shirt and shorts and he is flexing whilst also drinking bottled perrier water isn't that grey goose vodka it might be news anyway moving That's great on news. <laughs> so basically what i get from that is i'm not taking that taking this match seriously i'm going to win the title which is heel work yeah, no, it's heel work, obviously. Um, it's it's not great heel work. It's pretty damn lazy. Um, but at least whatever. someone's using Twitter to actually do their job. Yeah, yeah and I'm saying um, that about Randy Orton. Yeah, I mean, well, if Randy Orton was going to do his job in one way or another, it was probably going to be the one which requires the least amount of effort. And to be fair, he does look like he is pretty much not putting any effort in in that picture. And yeah it doesn't take much to 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 write a tweet so or or an instagram so yeah whatever keep doing what you're doing randy yeah there's also another thing on randy about his contract ending in january and possibility of him jumping over to AEW. I mean, um, yeah, I heard I heard whispers about this a few weeks ago. You may have heard me just mention it on the fly, um, maybe, or maybe. or maybe it was the time duke. I don't know. Can't keep track, but yeah, possibly. Would you like to see I, me W? Um, I'm gonna say no. I'd, I wouldn't say no. I'd be interested to see him in AEW. Um, if he was in AEW, I would be interested to see where on the card he would sit. Is he just trying to find new bags to shit in? I think that's the question. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he likes to sneak sneak it in everywhere he can, doesn't he? Um, you know, so just, he needs to just... go to a new company just to um, start it all over again. 
new yeah, bags. I, oh. <laughs> what do you um? What what makes you want a job at um AEW? Um, oh new, well, new bags to shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I really just want to poo in bags. That's my thing. Just, oh yeah, you hired. Just lay out some cable <laughs> in a bag. Just, just curl one out. Just curl one out in a bag. Yep. Um, on to the next story. <laughs> Will Ospreay likes it too. Right, moving on. <laughs> Callbacks. Um, NJPW Fighting Spirit Unleashed on US Tour. Making headlines. Jay, lead. Or don't. Don't. I'll, I'll lead if you want. Um, so, so they've sold out, right? So they've sold out New York and Philadelphia and a few left in... Lowell. 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 Lowell, Massachusetts. Lowell. Is it Lowell? Lowell. Lowell. It's America, so it's Lowell. 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 It's America. Lowell. Definitely Lowell. Because they, they pronounce Noel Noel, so I would imagine it's Lowell. Yeah, but Noel's spelled N O E L, isn't it? Unless, unless it's spelled with a W E L L E. Anyway, yeah. anyway, Lowell, Massachusetts. I'll, I'll, I'll bite. Um, they've got a few left there now. Massachusetts is a B city. Uh, well, Lowell, Massachusetts is a B city for WWE, whereas Philadelphia and New York City are both very smart locations. So a few left it could mean anywhere between one and three thousand. Three thousand, yeah. Um, that's I'll be interested to see how this announcement moves forward because definitely um, if it comes to an overall impression as to how they are doing with the general casual American market um, th- those Lowell tickets and how quickly they sell out or whether they do sell out are going to be the flashpoint rather than necessarily somewhere like New York City or Philadelphia where the fans are traditionally very very smart um, yeah no, they're doing really well to do that really without any ROH in place but I guess that New Japan Pro Wrestling is the larger company and they're doing quite well moving into the American market they seem to be um, taking it by storm seen as their first uh, G1 didn't do too well they've done quite well here Um, they have done quite well but I mean you've got to also bear in mind the actual um, size of the arenas themselves when you're factoring into that. I mean, this is the Hammerstein Ballroom that we're talking about in New York City, um, which, as you may remember, is um, the old Raw Ballroom or the um, and the old ECW's Ballroom, depending on um, depending on what area you're looking at. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's two th- um, so. Yeah, it's it's what well, this was um, where one night stand was held, wasn't it? Hammerstein yeah. Ballroom. Yeah, that would be right. Hammerstein Ballroom. Um, so just to give you an idea of capacity relative to that. Um, so you're looking at standing concerts. So reception style, which I think that one is, you're looking at two thousand two hundred. Um, so it's a. I think it's probably a good idea that they have gone for a smaller smaller um, venue, considering um, some of the trouble that they had in Dallas. I think they're expecting this to be a much quicker um, a much quicker kind of sell. Um, 
than it was going to be, but I think the G1 opening night kind of tempered their expectations slightly. Um, what with the numerous um, the numerous kind of empty seats that were visible on TV, there it's better to get be a big fish in a small pond than it is to be a small fish um, in a big pond on TV. Um, and I think um, I think that probably shows. Obviously, the one in a, the one in Philadelphia is the 2300 arena um which surprisingly has a capacity of 1300 okay so on paper not quite as impressive but it is the former ecw arena um that we're talking about here effectively um, in fact, it's the same building, same layout. It is the ECW arena um, for all intents and purposes. Well, um, I mean, at least they didn't have to like supplement tickets like Impact did. So, yeah, there's always um, that. Where is Impact at the moment? Um, other than in the toilet, Impact they they are around in, in different places. Um, they don't have one necessarily necessarily one place where they actually record uh, or tape their their wrestling. So, mm. yeah, they dart around, but it still looks the same. So they've gone for this WWE thing where they make everything look like it's in the same place. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily agree with. Um, yeah, I think it hurts the product. I think it hurts the bit. product. Um, I mean, I much prefer the um, NXT UK feel um, to most. Of it. I, I mean, I like the NXT feel, but um, I do really like the NXT UK feel, um, just because it is different. Different arenas, the same with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, although the ring looks the same, although the staging very often looks the same, um, the the varying size of the arenas really does lend to the lend to the legitimacy and atmosphere of it. And I would like to see more American style promotions kind of avoid that. I think it damages Impact's product in order um, for them to for them to homogenize their product to that degree. Um, they've always seemed inflexible and always seemed a little bit samey as a result. Yeah, just yeah. Like promotions need to start making bigger changes to their production in different places that they are. Yeah, there is. Film. If you're going to announce you're going to be somewhere else, then you need to make it special. Yeah, definitely. Um, there is something. Um, there is something to be said for um, too much, too much consistency, and I think impact are there. Um, like impacts got to the stage and it, it's always kind of had this where um i mean obviously at certain times they were tied to a certain arena but um they've always had this That's okay of, if they've tied to a certain arena you need to give that arena a look but if you're going to go to other places you need to give the um the set a different look a different feel to yeah. where to where you are yeah i mean that, to correlate with something the history with that with the place that they are which state they're in NXT has say. a has a great approach with this. I feel um, they've almost completely got the balance perfect in that full sale um, is a really well lit environment. It's a really well put together environment. Everything uh, they they capitalise on their strengths there, which is the darkness. Um, they don't light it too heavily and as a result it allows focus to be in the ring and the production to look higher quality because obviously black is one of the better things to contrast um, a spotlight against um, on video um, and then they also have the added benefit that when they do do a big arena it really does feel like a big show 
um, to see these stars at this big show. Um, NXT UK does a similar thing, but in this instance, it is more kind of they're, they're utilizing the geography of the UK and kind of how non-standardized the um, the locations that they're picking are. Um, and a lot of the venues are gig venues in the UK um, where where these these are being held, which obviously always have unique looks. Um, and I think they have they are benefiting from that quite nicely um and it's a nice contrast to the to the other two products that are on the network 205 and and nxt uk uh, sorry nxt um impact on the other hand the, the problem is is that the product always looks the same for me um and yeah it it it, make, it means that i always feel the same when i watch it and it's slightly grotty yeah, no, I can understand where you're coming from, but I've kind of always liked the look of Impact, but I do think they have to change it up a little bit. Like I said, every time they go somewhere else, they should use mm. something within the state. But my problem with Impact at the moment is they bring in all the old ECW wrestlers in. I was really excited when Moncalis came through yeah. um, to become like the vice executive president or something like that. And now he's just asking his mates to come wrestle. Yeah, Russoing it up with the boys, as it were. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, Don. Why? What? Whatever happened to Kurgan, mate? Kurgan, what? The greatest wrestler alive. I'm sure he's doing fine. Probably. So, um, yeah, that that pretty much rounds up all of our stories. We were going to do ten um, WWE superstars who um, had been in prison um, or had been arrested. Um, Jay, t- I mean, it's half an hour, um, that section. Tell me how that section went. How do you feel it went? Um, it's a bit, you know, somber. It's a bit... Offensive. Low weight. Yeah. <laughs> Way to, to yeah. end. It's to kind, end of, a, kind of like... To podcast. Kind um, of like, this is the one format where, like, sensationalizing tragedy doesn't work. Like, I mean, we're discovering this format as we go, and, like, we've just recorded it, and we've just sat there like, oh... Domestic Can't abuse. Can't talk about that. Can't, Can't talk, talk about, about that. that. Can't talk about that. Can't get sued about that. Let's tiptoe <laughs> around that. I mean, probably the only interesting, um, the only section that just blew my mind was how many crimes Sonny had committed. That woman <laughs> absolutely loves getting drunk behind the wheel of a car. Um, yeah. Just just really like enjoys it. one of it. her favourite pastimes, the amount of times that she's done it. Yeah, I... It's like a hobby. I mean, I don't want to... It's okay, because she was blackout drunk. <laughs> so, um, just for the benefit of our listeners, the one section that I really wish we could have kept... Um, in fact, no, let's just play the sunny section. Um, you guys can look forward to that now. <laughs> sunny has a criminal record. I know you're going to be shocked to hear that. <laughs> what do you mean Sonny's got a criminal record? Um, Sonny does indeed have a criminal record. Um, Tammy Lynn Sitch, as she is known. That's interesting. Um, 
Yeah, so in 2012, she was arrested five times in a four-week span for disorderly conduct, third-degree burglary, and three counts of violating a protective order. She was arrested a sixth time in January 2013, also for violating a protective order. She was she served 114 days in jail and was released in May of 2013. Throughout May and June of 2015, she was pulled over and arrested by Pennsylvania three times for a DUI. She pled guilty to all three of the main charges with the lesser charges being dropped during July 2016 interview with Bill Apter Sitch said she agreed to plead guilty because she was blackout drunk during the arrests and she did not remember them oh yeah no that's her defence so her defence for being pulled over and arrested in Pennsylvania for DUI was I only admitted to it because I was blackout drunk <laughs> that is classy as fuck um so in 2016 she pled guilty to driving while under suspension a judge sentenced her to 90 days in jail on august 18th but counted her 97 days in rehab as time served that's nice of him um september 12th 2016 was rushed to palmerton hospital from her home in palmerton pennsylvania where alcohol was discovered and that of course was a was a violation of her parole stemming from her pre-pennsylvania dui cases which may i remind the audience she only admitted to because she was blackout drunk I mean, this woman is, uh, is uh, no offence to Sonny. Um, I don't know you personally. I'm sure you're a lovely person. Um, but this woman is a... She is a, she's a one-woman <laughs> hen knight, isn't she? She is, she is just... Yeah. Um, while on probation, she was arrested in New Jersey for two DUIs on January the 23rd and February the 2nd. In 2018, she was also charged with fleeing the scene of an accident. Why is she allowed near cars? <laughs> this is, I think this she would have learned her lesson by now. Yeah, yeah. Why um, did she let drive? Again... Yeah, this is... Well, she's like it's a... Sort of in states, isn't it? Yeah, it's all, <laughs> it's all different states. But as far as I'm aware... I mean, this is this is like next level kind of. She has a hatred of driving legally. Um, she was arrested again on February twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen, um, for two fugitive from justice charges and six counts of contempt of court, and was placed in Monmouth County Correctional Institution. Um, while she was being processed, it was discovered that she was a fugitive from justice due to a parole in Carbon County Correctional Facility in Pennsylvania as well. Um, that was revoked in August of two thousand seventeen. She was subsequently extradited to Pennsylvania on March twenty third and remained in Carbon County Correctional Facility in um, Nesquahoning until she was paroled in October of 2018. Um, recently, <laughs> there is more. You ready for this one? I'm, I'm ready for that. A bench warrant was issued for Sitch in Pennsylvania on February 15, 2019, and the Carbon County Probation Department filed a motion to revoke Sitch's October 2018 parole. Um, this is a result of her failure to continue her payment plan with Pennsylvania to cover the state's legal costs for her case. After making payments of $120 to the state in both October and November 2018, she ceased making payments, and on February 23, 2019, she was pulled over in Seaside Heights, New Jersey, where Seaside Heights police arrested her for are you ready for this yeah well let's go for it 
driving while intoxicated. They also issued a summons for her, her having an open alcohol container in a motor vehicle, consumption of alcohol in a motor vehicle, and reckless driving. Additionally, the Ocean County Sheriff's Office, who were also at the scene, issued her a summons for failure to stop at a stop sign, driving the wrong way on a wrong way, one-way street, driving with a suspended driver's license, careless driving, um... Seaside Heights released Sitch into custody of the Holmdel Police Department after it was discovered that she still had outstanding warrants in both Holmdel, New Jersey, for um, $1,500 and Knolltown Township, New Jersey, for That's another $1,000. That might be why she's doing porn. Um, she was then charged with contempt of court, disobedience slash resistance of court command on both warrants. She saw a judge via a video conference, I assume because she wasn't safe enough to get there on her own, um, concerning the Holmdale warrant, but remained in custody at Monmouth County Correctional Institution for Freehold Township, New Jersey, pending her remaining charges. On March 20th of this year, she was extradited from Monmouth County back to Carbon County Correctional Facility to address her Pennsylvania charges. A court hearing for her Pennsylvania charges is scheduled on April 5th, um, 2019. That was at the time of writing. However, on March 26th, her attorney, Matthew Glenn Schnell, filed a motion to withdraw as her counsel. So, basically, she is such a fucking train wreck, even her own fucking lawyer didn't want anything to do with her. Um... Wow. She has done a lot of DUIs. She's like a serial She's a serial DUIer, what isn't can you she? Say to her, really? One, why do they let why does anyone let her near alcohol? And two, why does anyone let her near a car? I mean, is it is that like a party to her? I mean, what's going on there? It's like a weird reflex drink gotta drive well i mean wwe's statement on the matter is that sunny is responsible for her own fucking actions but judging by that i don't think she fucking is <laughs> i mean jesus fucking christ so it's yeah it's, it's, she, she i only admitted to drunk driving because i was drunk when they arrested me on the roadside officer i mean jesus christ that is yeah do, anyway when do you reckon she'll um yeah, when do you reckon they'll um, discuss kind of her again on WWE TV? Uh, the next. I mean, she was Hall of Fame, so maybe that's when it will be. She was Hall of Famed in 2011, so I mean, she hasn't killed anyone, so she can't just disappear. What the fuck, Sonny? Bitch needs to sort her life out. Anyway, um. Really. Hope you enjoyed the sunny section. Um, how fucking ridiculous is that woman? Um, no offense to you know Sunny, but like, in it, <laughs> no going no offense, on interview, going on interview a year later and saying the only reason that you um, that you admitted on the roadside um, to driving drunk was because you were blackout drunk when you admitted it on the roadside. Um, that is like the weird, world's weirdest logic. Like, oh, well, I was just blackout drunk. So, you know, of course I said I was drink driving. What with them arresting me and moving me out of the car. That's understandable. You know, it's, yeah, ridiculous. Um... <clears throat> So yeah, that's Sunny. You, you stop. You're you're endangering yourself. 
Um, other than that, can't use any of the rest of it because we are offensive on every level and it's just really not good listening. So we're going to protect you guys from that terrible section of our podcast. Um, Jay, how have you found the new WWE network before we move on? Do you feel, before we before we kind of leave this episode behind us? It's shocking, isn't it? Really. Um, they do seem to have made it slightly harder to navigate. I mean, I'd like to say that it's just teasing trouble. Um, in that I'm I'm not quite sure of the new layout. I was very kind of married to the old layout. I mean, I've been using it for five years on various it's devices. Like what, what they've done, the WWE app. What they've done is merged the two together hmm. in, into one thing and taken out the hidden gems as well, which is hidden gems is gone um, content is really place. hard Where to find collections? I can't even find the collections there are no collections that is ridiculous collections are gone um, so the collections have been replaced by the featured list um, what's that what is that that's that's the featured page on the app um, so if you go on the front of the app you've got featured yeah no um, that's terrible yeah, and you're going to find like a collection of the month in there, but that's going to be it, I reckon. And then they've added like bios of all the wrestlers who are champions. Yeah. Um, oh, you can find that on WWE.com. You don't need to have it on the network. Yeah, there's been a lot really of... find it. There's been a lot of backlash about this. Um, a backlash. Um, there's been a lot of backlash about this um, for various reasons. The launch didn't go well on um, iOS at all. Um, I think there are still some iOS users who they, they are having issues. problems. They are um, issues. Jay, are you aware of any iOS users I, who are having I, problems? Considering that originally, issues. before this started, we were going to be doing a watch-along of an ECW show this week as a special treat for everyone. Um, but instead, um, we haven't been able to do it because Jay's, Jay, Jay decided to join Camp Apple. Um, like a loser, um, <laughs> like a pariah. God, Jay. Um, yeah, I'm sure that's so what's out that. soon. You can't list. Um, I hope like they sort it out soon. Like so, the feature section. Um, they've got NXT takeovers. List of that. Recent Raw episodes. Recent SmackDown episodes. And then they've got that. Then they've got where they put their. Um, custom lists which um, at the moment they've got Woman's Evolution The Attitude Era and ECW Super Shows now the thing about this is that I don't know whether Woman's Evolution is just going to sit there forever Um, and that is a mix of the the length of the content is completely different on this considering that you know the collections were the collections were a really nice way to consume content I found Um, I don't know if you'll agree with that no, I do. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, you've got short form that you really want to look for, and if you want to watch just one wrestler who you really enjoy watching, you can just watch their collection of matches that are just there. You don't have to keep searching for them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean, in this instance, if you what if you decide to go for the women's evolution section, you started off by a forty-eight minute video um, of WWE twenty-four Ronda Rousey, um, a forty-nine minute um, documentary three six five of Alexa Bliss, um, a fifty-eight minute video of Becky Lynch the Man, WWE Chronicle for Charlotte Flair, and then a three-hour and sixteen-minute woman-only pay-per-view Evolution from two thousand and eighteen. I mean, that is not an easy way to consume content. Um, the Attitude Era, very similar. Um, starts with a 58-minute documentary 
um, on the Attitude Era and is then followed by two, uh, two hours, 44 minutes um, of um, WrestleMania 14. And then it follows it up with the rest, uh, WrestleMania Rewind for Austin versus The Rock. Then it goes on to a 19-minute documentary of WWE Untold for Mankind and The Undertaker. It's like they've just taken all the content they possibly can and then just thrown them all together in a big mishmash. Um, and then just randomly after that, you get Royal Rumble 98, April 27, 1998 episode of Raw. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock for the WWE title from um, WrestleMania 17 as a standalone piece. Mankind presents This Is Your Life. So I get the idea of it being the greatest hits, but like navigating through that and watching that as kind of just a switch it on in the background and just watch the entire thing, that's going to be difficult. Also, I'm not sure as to what's happened with um, stuff like the alternate version of the WrestleMania matches, WrestleMania Theatre. They're gone. Um, let's, They're gone. They, I can't, I can't find this anywhere either. Let's WrestleMania Theatre. Yeah. WrestleMania Theatre is gone. Um, possibly one of the best things that they had produced on the network, specifically for the network. <sighs> so they've taken a lot of the things that were good about the network and people are still paying nine ninety nine for it. I don't think that they're good. like the thoughts that people are like a lot of people are saying that this is so that they can sell it back on a higher tier. I, I don't think, think that's, that's the case. I don't think they're going is. to just. I don't think they're going to just return with WrestleMania Theatre. I think if they did do it, they'd change the format of it. Um, but <clears throat> like, I don't think five five extra quid or whatever, you know, upping it to fifteen ninety nine or whatever for the next tier up. I don't think that necessarily um you can take collections and just add that and then do everything else without leading to a lot of a lot of kind of fan kind of pushback on that. Um I usually when you see this kind of thing, um like Netflix did it with their app and um obviously put trailers front and center a few years ago and changed the layout in regards to that. Usually you can kind of see the design behind it and kind of understand what it is they're trying to get to. Um you know, and another great example of of like refining that kind of thing will be the um life cycle of the Xbox 360's dashboard for instance, um which went from a very kind of game centric interface to over time becoming a multi content media center platform um and everything was to make that easier to navigate. Yeah, there were bumps along the road, but eventually um everyone could see the advantage of each progressive iteration. This this doesn't feel like that to me there's been no real improvements to the search function there's been no real improvements to the product as a whole and if anything um, the overhaul is worse off now than it was before yeah Uh, whoever they paid to do this is completely fucked it up yeah Um, I I don't know. I'm very disappointed. Even when you select something, it, it just seems like it takes ages to load, and then you get this weird fucking synopsis in the right, left, hand, left, top corner as well that you don't need. Yeah. That it was just needed before you you actually watch the program. You don't need it every single time when you look like pausing or something. You don't need it popping up. But you know what you're watching all, already. 
yeah it's all really quite confused as well for instance um if you go to the in-ring section um you get the wwe classic series right um that appears on there and here's what you get in the w what would if you if i said to you without you looking um because i i don't know i don't know whether you've looked at the each of the sections um but without you looking right now if i said wwe classic series what would you say that would consist of I don't know. I don't know. I know what's um, in ring. Because in ring you've got two or so it's and... so it's under in ring, um, and it's like it's a section that contains various series from TV, and they're called WWE Classic. Is the title of that of that group of series? What would you say would fall under that banner? Something from the eighties or nineties. So, just going to read you through these: um, WWE Old School, Saturday Night's Main Event. Superstars, the modern superstars, right. uh, WWE, ECW, Sunday Night Heat, All Star Wrestling, Tuesday Night Titans, Primetime Wrestling, Old School WWE Superstars, and the Cruiserweight Classic. Cruiserweight Classic, okay. Yeah, the Cruiserweight Classic. Why would that be sense. in the WWE? No, that doesn't make any sense. Is it just because it had the word classic in it and they've just decided to throw that in? Um, the territory so. section. The territory section that has Mid-Atlantic and all of those, um, you know, GWF, but also has Southpaw Regional Wrestling yeah, in it, which obviously is that. Yeah. That's a spoof. Yeah. That, to me, a bit strange. Um, Did someone not look, look that up before they put it in there? Yeah, it's like somebody just d hasn't cared too much. Then they've got a section called um, WWE from the WWE archives, and that's actually the old Silver vid Vision videos. You remember when they added yeah, those yeah. a few months ago to big fanfare? That's not archive material. That is, those are just old school videos. Just call them old school videos. <laughs> yeah, it's not an issue. WCW section. I mean, <clears throat> I think they're using a tagging system. I don't think they're actually using like a categorization system where they have categories and they shove stuff in categories. I think they, I think each piece of content has a hashtag or a series of hashtags associated with it. And then they put a category in there and just say everything with this hashtag goes in there. That's the only way I could explain that their WCW section for, has... WCW pay-per-views followed by the Monday Night War followed by WCW Monday Nitro Thunder Saturday Night World Championship Wrestling so all of those series and then it's followed with a one-shot Clash of the Champions an episode of Table for Three an episode of Photo Shoot an episode of Untold an episode of Rivalries several episodes of Legends with JBL with WCW people in it that to me says that no one is curating this content anymore and what they're all that they're doing is when they're uploading it they're just sticking a load of hashtags on it and then just sticking it in any section for instance featured section also has wwe superstar on it it's on the same page as the wwe classic none of this makes sense it doesn't make any sense the way it, it was, was really laid out hard to navigate it was fine there was nothing wrong with it they have. Did it need fixing? Should have left it alone. So they have a section called 
in there they have a section called in ring and then they also have a section event. called featured right hmm. so they have in ring and then they have featured however on the featured page is a section called NXT takeover on their in ring section there is a section called NXT takeover now, out of the two of those, you would expect the in-ring section to be the one where you can click see all next to NXT TakeOver and get a list of all the NXT mm -hmm. TakeOvers. Yeah. But no, you can only get that on the featured list. So does that mean that when that is no longer on the featured list, all of the NXT TakeOvers before a certain date are going to be inaccessible unless you specifically search for them? Because that's what that menu is telling me. Mm. This is a mess, WWE. This is a fucking mess. And it's getting to the point where if if there is an extra price tier added to this, I'm just not going to bother. I don't feel that this is worth paying for. Like, the bridge over from piracy and the uptake from being people who pirate content to being people who consume content in digital media, the reason that Netflix is so popular, the reason that Amazon... Prime is so popular, um, other than the added benefits you get from Amazon Prime. The reason that Hulu is doing so well, all of these kind of over-the-top services do so well, is that they offer this stuff in a convenient-to-consume format. If you are removing that co that convenience, then effectively you will see piracy of your product go up, and you will see uptake of the network go down, and you will see your revenues fall as a result. Just watch wrestling. Just gonna throw it Don't out know there. what you're talking about. Just watch it. I'm not, not, not getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> not getting involved. Um, everyone, everyone knows what I would use. Um, everyone knows what I would use if I was going to pirate stuff. Um, so you know they can work it out. I uh, well, I run this. Um, I run this podcast off a of Raspberry Pi, so you you do the math as to what kind of <laughs> what kind of geek I am. <laughs> uh, send your send your um, send your torrent of guesses all the way over to us on Twitter. <laughs> Jay, is there anything anything else that we can discuss? Um, I think we kind of covered it, haven't we? I think we've covered everything. And I think we just need to end with WWE. Wind your neck in. Wind your neck in, WWE. Wind your fucking neck in. How many times have we got to say this? Yep, I got it from here, yeah, damn. The chain remains, the gang is intact. The name is mine, I'll take Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Have, have a nice day. Wednesday. Yeah, or Bye. evening, or whatever, whatever time you're listening to this. Yeah. Afternoon. Yeah. Bit of Jay Z. Don't cut your face. Hey? Don't cut your face. Yeah. I'm a night out. I'm a night out. You know. Live with Jay Face. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry, I'm ad libbing against the track now. Bye everybody. Bye. 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 Shout out to Mitch. Mitch, you're my boy. Hi, Mitch. Proper, proper boy. Yeah. Jay says hi. Jay Bot says hi. Guys, guys from Seattle, get in touch. Where you at?
Where you at? Yeah, Washington. Yeah, we know. We got you. We got you. Colorado, we got you. Hong got all Kong. you guys. Hong Kong, we got you. Hong Kong, yeah, Sweden, yeah, we got we you. Got Hong you. Kong, we got you back. You guys keep on fighting the power. Bye. Cool. Finna be out.